Hi, this is Ed Nichols, superintendent of Madison City Schools, and you're sitting with the suit. This is uh, podcast number three in a series of podcasts that we are utilizing to bring more knowledge about our school district, our staff, our programs, uh, and, uh, and other outstanding things happening in Madison City Schools. Today, I have uh, our two head football coaches, Coach White from Bob Jones, Coach McGee from James Clemens. Uh, this is uh, being recorded just right after the Madison City Bowl. We, uh, so they're back, uh, back playing this week in region play, and uh, we're very blessed to have these two uh, men lead our football programs. I'm going to take just a second and let them tell you a little bit about their journey that got them to, uh, to being in Madison. And Coach White, I'll let you begin by telling us a little bit about your uh, football days and growing up and playing and how you got to Bob Jones High School. Well, uh, I originally grew up in Cortland, Alabama, which is a small town in Lawrence County. Uh, played for my dad, and I uh, was fortunate enough to, you know, to, to go play at the University of Alabama. So I was there. Uh, they were chair for a little bit. And, uh, you know, so we uh, know each other well. But uh, And from there, you know, I got into coaching. My first coaching job uh, from there was at uh, Homewood High School. So I started off my career at Homewood, uh, a great place to start, and, you know, and won three state championships, so it was great. And I went on to Russellville for one year as a defense coordinator and to Birmingham Southern. I coached there when we started that program with Joey Jones. And, and I, you know, had an opportunity to be a head coach. So I went to Dothan High School for eight years. And uh, so I moved around a lot, so I'm still going. So I went to Dothan High School, and uh, you know, I just wanted to come back to North Alabama. I was home and uh, had an opportunity to go to Huntsville City and, and, and open a school at May Jemison High School. So I was there. And then, uh, you know, the Bob Jones opportunity came, and, you know, I just knew the history. I knew I, the great school system. I wanted to be a part of it. So, and it worked out, and, uh, and that's kind of how I got to Bob Jones High School. Well, great. You, yeah. you had some, some journeys around that's there right. with, with some folks, but it all started uh, with your dad. That's right. And, and that's he, right. folks that don't know this know your dad's a Hall of Fame uh, right. coach and mm-hmm. uh, uh, for many, many years in, in North Alabama. So That's right. Like and, I said, I spent a lot of days – Cutting grass and lining fields, and you know, growing up, you know, with my dad. But you know, I learned how to do things the right way. So I'm, re- you know, I really appreciate that. Well, that's great, Coach McGee. Yeah, I'm originally from Rainbow City, Alabama. Went to Southside High School. Um, I too was fortunate enough to play at the University of Alabama with Kelvis and his brother Laron. So I was kind of in the middle between the two of those guys. And um, you know, upon graduating, uh, there was a, a graduate assistant there by the name of Mickey Kahn. Um, who's now the co-defense coordinator at Clemson. Well, he opened a school called Grayson High School in Metro Atlanta. So my first job uh, was at Grayson High School where I started. And then kind of journeyman too, just like Kelvis here, just went from from Grayson, uh, came back to Alabama as a head coach at Elkmont, and then moved back to uh, Georgia. Teaching fields kind of put me there. Um, went to Parkview High School. Um, from Parkview, as head coach of Kennesaw Mountain, left Kennesaw Mountain, went to North Cobb High School. I uh, was fortunate to have some really good years there. And then uh, from there, uh, North Paulding High School, which was um, Metro Atlanta still. Um, left there and uh, got, got a call out of the blue to, from uh, Josh Niblett at Hoover. And uh, I thought he was calling me because I'd asked somebody else for some film or something. And uh, I didn't know what he wanted, but, uh, you know, we – we uh, were fortunate enough to spend three years at Hoover, and then uh, when the James Clemens opportunity came, um, you know, to be a head coach again, I said it had to be the right place, the right fit for me, but for my family and my children, 
They had to have the, the academics and, and the, the athletics and the ability to be successful. So um, it, it was all there. And uh, so it was a great opportunity for us to, to move up here. Great. And so um, folks that listen to this know that I've mentioned before that I have two wonderful folks on our uh, team, uh, Rachel Gibbs and Russell Johnson, that helped put all this together. So I'm, I'm, I'm Rachel and Russell somewhere in the midst of this conversation. I guess we have to we have to play the Alabama fight song, right? I mean, <laughs> it's obvious that a Tennessee guy is sitting in between those two Alabama guys. And uh, so, uh, but I think that's unique that all of you, you know, your journeys were spread out. There was a commonality that you crossed paths and then your journey, and now you're back here. Um, you know, one of the things that I've always wanted to find out is um, you guys have been involved in football a long time. Um, and you're, you know, some, you've worked with great coaches and you, you had great coaches. Um, what's different today? Coach McGee, what's different today uh, as a head coach today than, than say when it was when you were, when you were playing? What all, what all is involved today? Well, when, when I was playing, we didn't have cell phones. Um, we didn't even have an email at that time. Um, but I think the biggest difference is the social media influence um, that these kids are dealing with um, and just trying to keep up um, in terms of recruiting or uh, likes and just different things that come along with social media. And that, that's been the biggest thing. And you're always under, you're always under a microscope now. Um, so I, I would say that's the, the, the biggest difference is the social media, but the, you know, the recruitment um, process has, has become a very large um, beast that we deal with on a daily basis. Okay. Yeah. Coach Wine. I agree. You know, it has to be the, the technology and the social media influence. And, you know, kids are a little different. So, you know, back when we played, you know, co- coaches were a little more old school, as they say. But, you know, we just have to be mindful of, you know, kids these days and, you know, parents and, you know, and just, you know, it's just so much outside influence. So we just have to be mindful. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a place like this is such a transit school, just people moving in and, you know, in Cortland, you know, I grew up there, raised there, played there, always wanted to play high school at Cortland High School. And, you know, you, you don't get that sometimes at a, at a, at a you know, place like this. But, uh, you know, so I think that that's the biggest change, too. Mm-hmm. You know, just kids, you know, I, I remember my, my – my, the kids I graduated with, we, we started kindergarten together. Sure. So, you know, you don't get that a lot anymore. But, uh, again, it's just different, you know. You know, so it's, you know, those those are the biggest things I see. Great. Now, your brother is a coach, Coach White, in the region. So you yes, get you, you you get to, you not only get to play Coach McGee, <laughs> who's in the same system, but then you both get to play your brother. That's how's right. that? Um, I mean, how's that to, to get to square off with your brother every year? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I I feel bad for my poor mother. She's she, she's the one <laughs> suffers the most that week. Uh, you know, because she you know she'll sit in her car. She won't even pick a side. But uh, again, you know, it, it's fun. You know, we we, we we don't really talk about it much actually. But you know, but I have to watch what I say around him now because I know he's he's sneaking now. You got yeah, you got you ask me. A Question, but he's really digging for information. So, uh, but it's fun. Like I said, he's he's a great coach, and you know he he's really you know does a really good job. So, but uh, but again, we you know it, it's fun, but I, I just have to be careful what I what I say to him now. <laughs> now, now speaking of talking, how much other than last week, probably during the Madison City week, do you guys talk to each other? Do y'all do y'all talk very often during during the season? We bounce stuff off. You know, you know, if I have a question about some things I do, and he he's saying, "Well, we're sending each other a text," and 
Uh, you know, so we we'll bounce some things off each other just to make sure we kind of you know doing doing the same so, thing. So yeah. if one of you plays Huntsville High and the next week one of you plays Huntsville High, will you talk to each other about yeah. Huntsville High? I think so. I think if, <laughs> what do you think about this or what would you do differently? Yeah. I think we do that with a yeah. lot of yeah. you know common coaching, you know guys that you've built relationships with, and um, you know just just trying to see what we can do better in our program mm-hmm. and just bounce ideas off of, like, how are you doing this? Uh, yeah. You know, like 7 on 7 summer, I'm like, are you fit, You know, are you feeding kids? What are the logistics looking like? Um, how are you doing this? And just get some ideas because he's been around football for so long and coaching, and uh, he's a great resource. Well, great. Uh, now, now, you know, you all have this common bond of Alabama football. So, like – Tell me, I mean, you, you you get to the Alabama games, any? I know that people may not understand this, that, that when the ball game's over on Friday night, usually um, I know that I can find each of you on Saturday morning pretty early in the field house. In fact, one of my one of the things I like to do and I've always done is is, is call my coach on Saturday morning. And uh, and if we had a great night and a victory, I, I tell them that's fantastic. And if, if we didn't quite get to where we wanted, I tell them it's just another game. And uh, I think most of the time I, I say one thing to you, don't I, Coach? Why, what's that? Well, you just, you know, I'm support you either way. You that's know, right. That's the biggest thing you always say. So. Are you having fun? That's right. Are you having that's fun? That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but do you get to go to the Alabama? Do you get to ever get down there and uh, go back and, uh, and uh, go through the Letterman room and that kind of thing? <laughs> well, I try to go once or twice a year because I, I have a seven-year-old and I have a 16-year-old, so I try to, you know, let them enjoy the game some. But, you know, in the offseason, I'll get down there, you know, from a PD standpoint just to talk to some coaches and talk some ball, but not a lot, you know, okay. not a lot, you know, and, it, and it's the traffic and just to get there is such a hassle sometimes, I don't, I don't want to. But uh, but I'll just go just to get my boys, you know, down there and let them experience it a little bit. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go once a year. Uh, let my son, who's a senior at JC, pick a game that he wants to go to. It's, it, but like Kelvin said, it, it's hard to get in and out of Tuscaloosa. And it's not like it was like when you not, were there, was it? it, it it's, it's not. And, uh, you know, I know Coach Saban wants everybody to stay till the end, but I'm trying to get out of there and beat the traffic <laughs> out because, like it or not, we do have to work on Saturdays at some point because – you know, when we come in on Sundays, we don't want to be up there till one in the morning. Um, so you try to get ahead of the game planning curve, and uh, so it makes it difficult. You know, my son would go to every one of them if, if you know, if he was given that opportunity. But uh, you know, our our lives are kind of my family understand that the, our schedules are kind of dictated by our coaching career. So, what's the one as we wrap up here a little bit, Coach um, Coach White? If there was one thing that most people watching a football game, watching high school football, don't really see or know or maybe understand about high school football and what, what you do as a head coach, what would you what would you tell them that? Well, kind of like what uh, Chad said, just the time we put in. You know, it's like you know, we put a lot of time in uh, from working seven days a week to, you know, if kids need – we're readily available for a kid, 24, you know, if they call or a parent call and – you know, so it's, you know, it's, it, it takes a lot of time, but, you know, we love what we do. You know, we're there for the kids. We want our kids to be successful. Uh, even, you know, even the ones that don't get opportunities in football, we want them to be successful in life. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a satisfying job, but it's, it's a, it's a 24 hour, seven day a week, as you know, okay. job, you know, and uh, I just want people to understand that, that, you know, 
not just me, the whole coaching staff, everything, you know, coaches, you know, his coaching staff. You know, those guys put in a lot of time for these kids to be successful, and I, and I hope everybody understands that. That's great. Coach McGee? Well, two things. Not every run play is run up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep running it up the middle. Those are different designs, different plays. We do work on block somebody, tackle somebody. Um, but I, I saw a, a diagram, and, Kelvis, you may have saw it on social media where it was the, the, the triangle where above the water, what people see coaches do, which is just football. But underneath the water is everything else that we deal with from, you know, uh, behaviors, um, choices that these kids make, or um, relationship problems where psychiatrists, uh, we do, we deal with families and parents and logistics of getting 150 kids fed on pregame meals and just there's a lot that goes into it and like Kelvin said just a lot of time um that I think a lot of people don't see all the other things that you're dealing with um you know when you're and your phone is uh your phone is is blowing up quite a bit just a, a lot of stuff yeah yeah but I mean we love it and that's why we do it and at the end of the day at the end of the day, it, it's about the kids and the yeah. relationships and what we're doing for those kids to make them better people when they walk out of our program. Yeah. You know, there was an article the other day about the, that the Alabama High School Athletic Association needed a thousand more referees. Mm-hmm. And the other night at the game, I had, saw our head referee and I told him, I said, I, I, I don't understand why they're short referees. Um, there's at least 2,000 people in the bleachers that know how to call a game. That's right. And, uh, and, and sometimes, I, you know, through the years, that way about coaching. That's right. You know, like you said, Coach, every play, in, you hand the ball off from one 16-year-old adolescent to another 16-year-old adolescent. And I always say this to, the, to you all. Um, first of all, I always say I'm behind you and support you. Number two, have fun. And number three, why would you pick a career where your success is based on the performance of adolescents? I'm not real sure what you were thinking about when you did that. But, you know, that's uh, that's the great thing about the game is that kids can learn uh, what I think is a real valuable lesson, which is mistakes in life are really just speed bumps and they're not walls. And, you know, you had a bad play or you threw an intercept. No kid wakes up and says, oh, man, I wish I'd throw an interception tomorrow night. Nobody does that. Or drop a pass. Um, nobody does that. And, uh, you know, the one thing I really appreciate about you guys and your staff is how you work with kids and encourage kids. And, uh, you know, sometimes that pass didn't go where we wanted. Sometimes it didn't go where anybody wanted. Um, but, you know, sometimes we fumble. Uh, we miss a tackle. We've practiced all week. We miss an assignment. Uh, but you, you get back up and run the next play. And uh, I think there's a, a great lesson. Well, listen, we are very blessed in, in this district to have great coaches. Uh, you guys lead great staffs. I wish we had time to talk to all of them. And partnerships that we have with our local medical um, doctors that help us out. We could just have a show on that and what that – maybe that would be something to talk about and how we get support from – TOC and other places that help us out. Uh, and, and so I just wanted to say thank you. Folks, this is happening on a Friday morning, right in the middle of them trying to get through practice in the morning and get ready to, for the game. And uh, due to scheduling, we had to move things around. So I know that uh, your time is important. We don't want to take any more of it. But again, 
Uh, we appreciate what you do. And, 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 and I, the, the Madison City Bowl is my least favorite game because I don't ever like to see our kids uh, win or lose. Uh, I'd like to see them win, not lose. And uh, that game is, is always a struggle. I did have a jersey last week that had both y'all split down the middle. So that, But this week, uh, we got games and we're playing people and, and, and we, um, we're going to have a Jet win and a Patriot win. And it's homecoming for the Patriots uh, tonight and next week for the Jets. So uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for all you do. Uh, this is Ed Nichols, and you've been sitting with the soup and meeting our head football coaches uh, here in Madison City. Have a great day.